What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara and I'm here with my brother and co-host Devin. Hello. Hello, Devin. All right, Devin, what do you got for us today? We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things. Not because they are easy, but because they're hard. (laughs) We think it's pretty good. That was pretty good, yeah. Because they are hard. Because they are hard. <laughs> that New York, Boston, New York family accent. Boston. <laughs> we got, we choose to go to the moon. Or New England, <laughs> whatever the Kennedys are. Yeah, it's that. It's like a New York. Yeah, it's like we, a, it's like a uh, high-end Boston, New York type thing. We choose thing. to go to the moon and do the other things. That's funny. And do the other things? That's do, part of the quote? Yeah, he put that in there. You know, he's like, and everything else. <laughs> We're doing it all. You know, those <laughs> other things. <laughs> you know, like, run a country. <laughs> we choose to go to the moon. That's cool. That's a, I, yeah. That's yeah, so I, 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 I did this one because you probably don't know this, Dustin. So we're fans of um, the Everyday Astronaut channel on YouTube. Yes. Yep. He, he, uh, mm-hmm. he does really great live broadcasts of launches and SpaceX launches and Blue Origin and everybody who's shooting into space. Mm-hmm. Um. So there was just an announcement about four hours ago. He Ooh. is going to be on the star- on SpaceX Starship to go around the moon. No way! Way. That's awesome. <laughs> so there was nice. this um like Japanese billionaire, and he he bought all the seats on like the first trip, right? Um, and he decided to he wanted to get artists and creators and all different types of people from all over, which is pretty cool to buy up all the seats and do that. Yeah, right. So you have, yeah, like, cool. photographers and, and filmmakers and all this different stuff, and yeah. they picked uh, Tim Dodd. 
Nice. From the everyday astronaut. He's going to be going on like the first trip. That's great. That's Isn't that awesome. Great? Like, like good job. It was his, like, uh, his, you know, like us, uh, his trajectory from where he started to what he's doing now is mm-hmm. so cool, you know, mm-hmm. like, and it's not that long ago that he like was just a photographer, you know, and like right, taking right. silly pictures of himself in like spacesuits in different places. <laughs> right, and right. now he's like one of the like foremost, you know, like authorities on rockets and like space. Obviously he's, you know, he's done a ton of research. He knows a ton about it now, yeah. you know, and, and he's obviously he's not a scientist, but when you want to know about something like something that has to do with like space in this day and age, you like, I mean, I look for his stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to know about these new rockets. And you look up a video, and I mean, he has, like, all this information about it. And, you know, like, it's so cool. That's I think great. what's his the slogan, uh, bringing space down to Earth for everyday people, something like that. And it's true. Right. I mean, it's yeah. really great. If you have any interest in it all, go, um, I guess I'll cheat and use an early recommendation. Go <laughs> go check him out. I think I've already rec- mm-hmm. recommended him before, but um, his yeah. broadcasts are great. And now they got this. They made this. They took this old TV truck. And put a like 4K streaming studio in it. So now they yeah. take that to all the launches, and they set up from there. And it's really cool. So, yeah, the last the last launch, or at least the one that I watched, where it was like sending the uh, the mission that was the the unmanned mission to go around the moon and back. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched that one, and that was great. You know, like all the the like slow motion close up footage they got of the rocket taking off was crazy like yeah. super good you know like quality high def like oh man and like yeah it was just uh, so cool yeah like, it's cool. great to see someone who's purely not purely but mainly their enthusiasm for a subject make them into a a popular channel or or yeah. obviously his knowledge too right um, but just the enthusiasm I think he gets for it. He, he has it's it's fun to watch. Fun to watch his his streams and launches and stuff. So yeah, how cool is that? Yeah, that's awesome. He will be going around the moon with Man. a bunch of other people, and uh, it's gonna be what a talk about some content, huh? Oh my gosh, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, Man, he's stacked. He's going to have all these great videos and who knows and streams. And all, and, yeah, all the build up in the hill. I'm sure we'll talk about all the stuff he has to do to get ready and, you know, mm-hmm. all the gear and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, man, that's so cool. I'm like, I'm so happy for him. That's so awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and that's, you know, like that's his dream, I'm sure. You know, after oh, yeah. like all this, like that's what he wants. You know, he wants to be there. He wants to get out into space. So, I mean, you know, awesome. we, we don't know him, but I think from what I've seen, I think he, he deserves it. He's a, he seems like a good guy. So He does. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. That's crazy. I wonder, I wonder like when he found out, like obviously you said, if you found out four hours ago, he, he made the announcement or something, the announcement was made, but you know, yeah. like. No, he, like, yeah, I, I just saw it on his YouTube channel before we got uh, on. So that's why I brought it up. Um, he knew for a while he said, because they, he had to go through. Multiple interviews and health checks, and uh, right, and meet the other people that might be going, and it was like, it was, I'm sure, it was a long process. So, right, yeah, I think he's been in the running for a while, and then <laughs> maybe found out. I don't, who knows how recently he found out, but man, so exciting! Yeah, nice, that's sweet. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, and I feel like, um, it, obviously, it, like. 
we have been to the moon before. And, you know, like that, like the quote from Kennedy, you know, just like about like at that point in time, the technology in the sixties, you know, it's like so much different than it is now. Mm. The fact that we can, you know, like launch, uh, like rockets and, and, you know, and, um, um, you know, like shuttles and things into space and then have those rockets, those solid rockets come back down and land and be able to be used again. Like that's crazy, you know, all all on their own complete. And the fact that there is like a completely automated, you know, mission right now that, a, you know, rocket goes up into space, flies to the moon and around the moon for a certain amount of time. It's still out there, I think, or I'm not sure. Yeah, I think think it was supposed to be. It's on its way back. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like an orbit the moon for, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like that's it's just crazy the technology now that like we can do it, it we can have it do it completely on its own and like multiple times and test it to make sure it's completely safe for humans or at least, at least rule out you know ninety nine percent of the you know possibilities of things that could go wrong and then you know and then by the time we do it with people it's like all those boxes have been checked it's just crazy it's so yeah. cool yeah know? no it's it's very exciting so that that'll yeah. be fun to watch who knows how long when when spacex will be able to shoot off starship they still need like fda regular or um not fda yeah yeah they need to make sure the food is good fda like just pure beef (laughs) (laughs) those uh what do you call them uh um space ice cream you know they gotta double check that (laughs) get to make sure the fda is good for the space yeah yeah that's purely you know uh, pasteurized milk being used Uh, in that space ice cream (laughs) they get those foil packets with the like neapolitan ice cream in it yes those were so good those were good you know go to like the science center (laughs) for a field trip and come back with like four packs of space ice cream like (laughs) yes greatest day of my life (laughs) who ate my space ice cream (laughs) Derek. But uh, yeah, so that's cool. Oh, and so then I also wanted to say, I I don't know if people do things because they're hard, mm. necessarily, or they don't go into it wanting to do it because it's hard. Right. I think they're hopeful that it will be easier than hard. But maybe maybe you do do things because they're hard alone. But I I, I don't know if that's true. It's well, a nice it's a nice thing to say in general. Like it we're not is. just going to do the easy things, right. we we're going to do the hard things because they're hard, and maybe that's the point. And, and and in the context of the space race and and the Cold War, yeah, maybe it's right. like, hey, we're going to do the hard things, we're gonna, and we're going to do them first. But uh, you know, I don't know. It, it depends. It's like, are you going to yeah. take? On, and if you bring it down to maker, are you going to take on something just because it's hard? Right. Obviously, if it's too easy, maybe you won't. Like eh, I don't. I mean, maybe. Right. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think there's definitely, it depends on, well, I, I would say there's like levels of challenge, right? So if you think about it in that way, like we want to do this not because it's easy, but because it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. Because it's not a given that it can happen, that it can be done. You know, that it's like, it's going to take some persistence and it's going to take some, you know, some diligence and a lot of time, a lot of effort and there's going to be a lot of struggles and a lot of failures, but we're going to try to get there anyway. You know, mm-hmm. so maybe all those things combined together, the easiest way to say that is hard. 
Mm-hmm. Although, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, we're going to do it. Yeah. It was just a good opposite. You know, we're not doing it because it's easy, but we're doing it because it's hard. Right. You know, but because, because there is a challenge to it and because it's not just the, it's just not the next day and doing the next thing. It's like, we're, this is a, a challenge that our country wants to take on because it is a challenge because it's something that we think is, uh, you know, right and correct to try to do. Right. Someone's got to do it. So, you know, let's take it on and do it. So. Yeah. 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 And I, I who, think, yeah. Who uh, knows what the speechwriter or Kennedy or who, who wrote right. that? Like, what were they going through? How many times had people brought up this thing being hard? Or definitely a lot of people brought up, we shouldn't be spending the money on this. Right. Yeah. We got all these other issues. But maybe people kept saying, like, but it's going to be hard and it's going to be this and it's going to be that. So it's just like, yeah, we do it because it's hard. Like maybe that. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. You know what? We don't do it because it's easy. We do it because it's hard. We right. do it because we want to reach and explore and, and stretch out our, our wings as humans. Um, yeah. It is hard and that's why we're doing it. Right. And, and a lot of times the reason because it's hard or because it's challenging is the reason why it's so satisfying when you do mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, any, anyone can hit. You know, and you could swing a golf club and hit a golf ball, but to hit like a golf ball straight down the fairway, you know, and get a hole in one is hard. It takes hit a lot it of practice a and challenge. Yeah. yeah, right. You know, it's like, yeah, I could have for the uh, the Dirk, you know, I could have just done a handle that was just straight handle, but I wanted to carve, you know, not work into it because it was hard because it i knew that it would it'd be a challenge and and the challenge would the outcome of the challenge would be something very satisfying and very like gratifying that i was able to do that thing you know that that like getting to the end and having that feeling of completion and gratification of doing this thing and knowing that you challenge yourself to get there is is a lot of the reason why you take those paths that are challenging because you know that there's going to be a potential for a really satisfying ending you're right. That's why I don't use cheat codes in video games. What's the, <laughs> right, what's the yeah. point? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> That's why we don't use cheat codes in video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's funny. Um, Corinne and Nicole and I have just kind of randomly play- been playing Zelda. Um, we've been playing Zelda for like four years oh, just yeah. because it's such a good game, the Breath of the Wild. But we've been playing a little bit more recently and trying to finish some of the, um, some of like the shrine challenges and the little side challenges and things that we have kind of stacked up. And, uh, like there, we have, we have explored the entire world. So if you're not familiar with Zelda breath of the wild, it's a big open concept world and you can kind of, you can, um, like teleport different areas based off of places you've been. So if you've secured these different areas, you can teleport to certain places in those areas. And, um, a lot of the times, you know, if we have to, if we're just trying to do a challenge, we'll just like zoom across the landscape and go here, you know, teleport somewhere else and then do whatever it is there and then go back. But, um, but then a lot also sometimes we'll just like, just travel by foot, you know, it's like, all right, we got to go all the way across to Gerudo, you know, from whatever (laughs) Akala stable all the way across the entire, like, you know, land of Hyrule. And, you know, it's like, all right, grab a horse and, you know, find the best track and try to make it there without like dying. Right. That becomes, (laughs) yeah, we, we, I think we've lost, no, no pun intended. We've lost track of what makes games fun. Mm -hmm. Like now modern games, not only will they tell you what to do and where to go, there will be like a line, a glowing line on the screen of exactly where to mm-hmm. go. Like, right, yeah. 
It's like it's like when you put something in a GPS to get somewhere. You kind of for everything around you becomes you're not looking around. You're checking right. your phone, checking your phone, checking your phone, checking your phone. Yeah. Left. How far left? Okay, what's this turn like? Oh, here comes mm-hmm. the stuff. Like you don't see anything. I think that's with the video games too. They mm-hmm. they 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 give you so much info. Right. That you don't you don't get to enjoy the the game, but yeah. The freedom. The freedom. The journey. The journey. Yeah. All right. So we we started nice and nerdy on the first. Yeah, right. <laughs> Space and video Space games. Space and video games and Zelda. <laughs> Let's talk about some man stuff. What are we? What are we cutting stuff up, making knives? Yeah, right. Exactly. Actually, well, what are you? What are you drinking right now? You drinking anything? Drinking oh yeah, Moscow Mule. Well, I I, I know I didn't. Well, I did have time because Dustin was late to the podcast. <laughs> late to the podcast. But I I didn't on my podcast. Go back out. I started yeah, I with a Southern Tier Two Times Miss or Two X Miss Spice oh. Double Ale. Really good. Oh, okay, yeah, because they had their Two X. Like usually, it's just the Two X or whatever. Yeah. Two X. So, so it's a Southern Tier like Christmas mm-hmm. mix pack or something. All right. And then nice. one I really like is a Sierra Nevada Celebration. Ah, oh, that is fresh, a good fresh up. The kind of red can. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a good one. I actually got twelve of those, which I a lot of times I, I get variety packs just for the fun of it. But I was like, I really like these, so yeah, I almost bought that same twelve pack the other day. <laughs> I was looking, I was like, oh, the celebration. Hmm, I wonder if I get that. You know, look at the Sierra Nevadas because it's like that. You get like hazy little thing next to it. Yeah, it's such a good mix of stuff they do now. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, yeah. So I um. I asked specifically because I was just drinking a Red Hook uh, Winter Ale, um, and I just finished it, or I at least finished the half that I was drinking, because Nicole and I have been um, drinking one beer from our Advent beer, Advent calendar beer box uh, every day since December 1st. <clears throat> so we're on day eight, although I'm kind of one day behind on Instagram, because uh, when you came over to film on Tuesday... Our power went out at five thirty, oh, yeah. and uh, and so I wasn't able to open the fridge and get the beer out. So I was like, the next day we're too behind. So, but yeah, I just finished up. Uh, it's called uh, Winter Winter Shook Winter Shook Winter Shook Winter Ale, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading. I'm like reading the picture. Winter Shook. I'm reading from the picture of the of the beer on my phone. But um, Red Hook Winter Ale. That was a really good beer, and it's been really fun. I think uh, yesterday we had like a pineapple beer and then an IPA because <clears throat> we made up for that other day. And I, I went into my bedroom because my wife was <clears throat> in the bedroom working on uh, a homework assignment for her class. And um, she was just sitting there on the bed, like on her laptop. And I like poked my head in. And I was like, all right, I got your first uh, first beer for the day. I was like, you're not going to like it. But <laughs> she's like, what is it? She like smelled it. She's like, she's like it smells like a... And she said, like, a pineapple pops, popsicle or whatever like that. I was like, well, yeah, because it was like a pineapple hoppy beer or whatever. So it was uh, it was definitely fruity. Um, it's hard because a lot of times our <clears throat> our minds mix the fruity smell 
and taste with sweetness. You know, so it's like if it tastes like pineapple, then you imagine the sweetness of pineapple. Right. But, like, it wasn't there. It was, like, you know, it's carbonated, so it's got, like, the fizziness, and it had the bitterness of beer, and then, the like, the nose of pineapple. So she's like, oh, it tastes really sweet. And I was like, well, it's not really sweet. She's like, yeah. It's, I guess it's bitter, but it's, it, <laughs> it reads as sweet because it's so fruity, you know? So, right. But, <clears throat> but it's been fun. It's been fun, uh, you know, looking forward to one beer day. Although it's really uh, – it, it's a struggle to not just drink more of the beers, you know, because they're there. I'm like, I only have <laughs> I one of these. Them. I was like, I got to go a whole another like 12 pack of beer just to drink a normal beer each night because I can only drink half of this thing. <laughs> you like, that, you yeah. go back to um, Brian or whoever gave it to you and be like, all right, well, I I drank the first half month. <laughs> It's, it's two a day, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. Where's the second? Yeah, yeah there's. Yeah, right. So I need. I'm, you know, December I'm ready for the second. Eleventh, twelfth comes around. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but then, so I had to get a substitution uh, pack of beers because, um, you know, I had to get more beer because they're just drinking half a beer a day. Can't do that. <clears throat> so, um, I got the. Uh, Founders All Day Haze. You know how they have like the All mm-hmm. Day IPA, and then they have mm-hmm. the um, what's the other one? Is the um, uh, what is it? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. But now they have an All Day Haze, so it's like a session hazy IPA. Um, it's really good. I'm I'm all about it. So, mm. Got a, and it came in a 15 pack. Cannot beat the 15 oh, pack. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like I think all 12 packs should now be 15 packs. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll get greedy, and I'll be like, I want a 12-pack, but I want two different sixes, so I'll just buy two sixes. Mm-hmm. And they're always a little bit too expensive, and they're just with the taxes. <laughs> yeah, you're more like, than I think. Damn. You go with two <laughs> right. sixes, they're like, and that'll be thirty four twenty. You're like, ah, oh, what did <laughs> I buy? Really? These are 16 apiece? Right. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I just came back after Thanksgiving, came back from Vermont, and had bought, I bought, I brought back, um, two four packs one of the alchemist um heady mm-hmm. topper and then one of focal banger so like really good ipas they're both ones that have been in like the top 10 of the beer advocate charts online for you know years and years um so i got those two four packs and then i got another four pack of this is kind of a funny thing so <clears throat> up in new england there are on on houses there are what they call witch windows and a witch window is a normal window that has been turned sideways because it goes up a stairwell. So they'll like put a window in a stairwell and then the, they just turn the window and it has, it goes the same angle as the stairs. So there's like these rectangular windows that are turned, you know, 45 degrees as they call them, witch windows. And Nicole always comments that she really likes them and would love to be in a house that had a witch window. Um, and so I was like looking for some beers one night at, at, like the local beer store, like they have a nice like craft beer store. And um, I got those, the focal bang on the heady topper. And then there was like a, a four pack of, a, of a, an ale that was called like which, which window brewing or something. So I got those, I got a four pack of that. And then the two, four packs of uh, the alchemist beers. And it was like, I don't know. It was a lot. It was like $40, $45 or something for like 12 beers. I was like, Oh yeah, oh, but it's like you know, and they they were sixteen ounces, so like they're they're all taller beer, so it wasn't just twelve. So you know, I'm getting like, 
got to imagine maybe say five beers instead of six, you know, instead of, you know, so it's like, but still yeah. I was like, oh yeah, whew. there was, there's four packs, maybe 50 bucks or something. It was, yeah, it was expensive. So, yeah. but it's so good. Oh my gosh. They're so good. The beer is <laughs> delicious. I was like, it maybe not hundred percent worth it, but you know, it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, that being said, like if I would have gone, you know, like we always say that if you go to a bar, and you buy two or three beers at the bar, mm-hmm. you know, they're like seven or eight bucks a piece, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. good old days. Um, <laughs> yeah. I used to have a place up in uh, Frederick where I used to go with my buddy Steve, and it was dollar PBRs. Dang. Dr- draft, so a big pint of PBR for a buck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. And that was, man, I'd, you, <laughs> I'd, come, I'd go up there with $10. <laughs> literally a ten dollar bill I'm like i'm good <laughs> and i can like beers I, I, yeah i can do two beers and you know if you do two beers at once you only have to, a buck Dang, so you get you get, you get an extra beer on the end <laughs> hey you gotta is you gotta that how it works it, you gotta make it's it one time each time you go up to the bar <laughs> well dollar. you just you just you take turns buying two beers you're just two dudes yeah I just throw a buck. It's, they're they're pouring a PBR draft, right? Yeah, a dollar's fine for two. No, I agree. Yeah, because if, if like, you make me a cocktail, I'll throw you a couple bucks. But if you're just doing a quick pour of PBR, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, my you know standard is like a buck a beer. That's usually what I do yeah. as a tip. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I guess you know what you're saying. I mean, if it's like when you literally only have ten dollars, you got to work it a little bit. <laughs> You're like I'm not gonna drink just five beers, so yeah. As well have Maybe that extra, pretend, especially PBR. Once. Just you know, <laughs> pretend forget once. Out. Oh, sorry, I forgot the tip. Oh, yeah, I'll get you. I'll get you next. Time. Get you at the end. <laughs> Can you break a ten? Here's fifty cents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good old days. Yeah, but uh, it's um, <clears throat> uh, yeah. So going back to what we were mentioning about the power going out, that was fun. <laughs> so yeah we yeah. uh yeah we so then came over on tuesday to start shooting a new video which we ended up shooting the beginning of today but come over i guess it was about five twenty or something like that we head down the shop and we're down the shop for what maybe two minutes you yeah. know we're just kind of moving around getting things set up and i was i forget where i was i think i was over like grabbing a beer or something or i forget what i was grabbing but the the lights went out and I thought, because you were kind of around on the other side where the light switches are, and, and I thought you had unplugged the lights for some reason. You know, because usually we'll go in the shop, and, like, if everything's not turned on, you'll walk around and turn stuff on, all the lights, the lights that are all, like, switch lights. Yeah. And so I thought maybe you were messing with something, and you turned off all the lights. I was like, what the heck? You know? <laughs> and then, like, then I realized that all the lights were out, you know? Like, so it wasn't just, like, the strip lights. It was everything. And then I looked mm-hmm. out, the, out the window. And, and then you said you had heard a, a boom. I I didn't hear it, but... um. But it definitely happened because yeah, uh, I heard it. Yeah, yeah when I was <clears throat> so we went upstairs and we we're kind of hanging out and I I reported it <clears throat> online. Just did the uh, kind of uh, outage reporting and so it popped up and and the uh, it was probably about maybe twenty minutes or so after that Nicole got home um, and then maybe only five minutes or so after she got home an actual truck came from Baltimore Gas and Electric, our electric company here in Baltimore. And was there, like, and called her and was trying to ask about where it was coming from and, and, you know, whatever we knew about it. And so he had asked if there were any lines or any trees or anything down the lines. And Nicole had just driven up our driveway. So she was just like, no. 
But I was like, well, let me go out and check. And I could see that he was down at the end. So I just walked out and kind of, you know, walked down and looked at the lines and it was all clear. And I went down and talked to the guy and we were chatting. Um, he was kind of, he, he had looked briefly at the, the, um, the pole, the power pole right at the end of our driveway. And he looked at it and he had, he'd seen, or he kind of he diagnosed that it had come, you know, there was, that had blown from that pole. Um, and our neighbors directly across the street from us, um, their power was out as well, including the two houses on the property right next to ours as well. And we all come from that same pole. So he knew it was kind of isolated there. Um, and then while we were out there, the, the woman who is in the house from across the street came down and she kind of was like, Hey, you know, like blah, 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 our power's out. She's like, I heard this big bang. And she's like, I think that our, gen- our like power thing here blew up and, and it's a brand new house. So. He was like, well, he was like, we'll figure it out. You know, it was funny though. But as she was walking down, he was like, oh, here we go. Here comes somebody. Somebody wants to come talk to us. <laughs> I'm like, it's funny because that's like literally what I did was walk down the driveway to talk to him. But, yeah. But also, he <clears> but was, I was, he's complaining, but he's also asking people questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like, <laughs> he, I, I guess I'm sure he's like used to people coming out and talking, asking all these questions, and being oh, like. Yeah. You know, because it's always the same questions when you don't know, or, or it's the same statements. Like, yeah, I heard this bang, and then all the lights went out, and I tried my blah, 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 blah. You know, like, I'm sure he hears the same thing every time, and they want to put in their two cents of what they think it might be. And, you know, I was, I just walked down. I was like, yeah, yeah, you were talking to my wife. I just checked the lines. I didn't see any branches or anything. So, and he was like, okay. And then he was talking to me and uh, kind of giving me the lowdown. But he had apparently just finished up, like, a 12-hour shift. And they called him and they were like, yeah, come by here. You know, it should be really quickly. The people's power's out, but it says they're still getting power or whatever. And uh, he was like, yeah, they don't, they asked me to come over because they said it would be a really quick job. And then 11 hours later, our light, our lights come back on. <laughs> Hopefully they so, sent him home. Yeah. Yeah. He, he said he actually lived right, in the, right nearby. So he was waiting for another truck to come because they were going to have to bring in some underground stuff because apparently that new line was underground, which most new lines are, and um, they had to figure mm-hmm. it out. But So, yeah, you end up leaving, and then maybe 10 minutes after you left, Nicole and Corinne and I went out and got some food and came back probably about an hour later, uh, maybe an hour and a half later, and um, and our neighbor, or like across the street neighbor, their lights were all back on. So we were like, all right, cool, their lights are on, and I just like look over toward our house, and it's all just still pitch black. I was like, <laughs> Fortunately, we have phones and, you know, <laughs> laptops and stuff. So it didn't really matter. We just basically did the same thing we normally do is just hang out and play on our phones. <laughs> like we could have like pulled up a laptop and watched a movie or something, but we were just kind of just chilling and then <clears throat> went to bed and about four o'clock, four thirty in the morning, the lights came on in our bedroom and the fans all came on and I could see the lights all out in the living room because we had, you know, everything gone out. We hadn't turned off any, turned off any lights or anything. So I got up and walked around and sh- shut everything off and. And then, yeah, that was it. So, <laughs> but it was like, we were like just about to start. We're like, all right, here we go. We're going to start a new video. I was all excited because I, I, this new video that we're making is the, the sheep shear knives, which if you follow us on Instagram, you have seen that I, <clears throat> I posted not too long ago, about a month and a half ago or so, um, the two sheep shear knives that I made. So taking old, an old pair of sheep shears and cutting them apart and making them into kind of chef petty knives and, uh. I have two more pairs of those sheep shears that I've been really itching to do. And like when I made the first pair, I was, you know, uh, right away, even before I made them, I was like, this would make a great video, but I wanted to like try one as like a prototype to see what I liked because Mm -hmm. I'd seen a bunch of like, once I, once I saw 
sometime in the last year, I saw somebody, and I wish I could remember who it was, um, <clears throat> make or post a a set of sheep shear knives. And I was like, that's such a cool idea. Like, it's, it's like a great shape. The sheep shears already have like this really nice shape that looks like kind of a Western chef's knife, but maybe five and a half inches or so. And um, just the like whole idea that you have this whole metal piece that you then like form a handle that fits up into the metal handle and they fit together. And it's just a really elegant design. And so I was really excited to try it out. So I did the, the first set and, um, and now I'm, I'm really excited to, start the new one which we just did tonight which yeah. is cool so yeah we started out by starting to you know cut it cut the the shears into the two knives and shaped them a little bit and um and then got those into a, a rust remover bath and then started shaping down the the handle wood which is is kind of funny because <clears throat> we um uh we were pulling out wood for the handles and my intent was to do two different types of wood um, <laughs> i wanted to do two darker species so like i was thinking maybe like uh maybe a desert iron wood and a walnut or something like that and and i had pulled out what uh, what is uh Picote, which is kind of a, a, a almost black and then yellow you know like usually like some tight grain but you kind of get some wild stuff so i was like okay we'll, we'll do one Picote. Cause that's like kind of a lighter, but it has some nice dark stuff and then we'll do a darker one. So I was thinking I would do what I thought was like a rosewood cause it was really dark and then it had this really light, uh, line of sapwood on one side. And I thought I remembered that being something like rosewood. So we cut a chunk of that and then like, as I'm cutting it and it comes off from the bandsaw and it's like yellow and black almost. <laughs> I'm like, huh, <laughs> yeah. that's weird. <laughs> like, is that just also more Bacote? You know, like it might be. So then I like grind them all off and sand them off, and sure enough, it like uh, it's I'm pretty sure it's the same exact thing. So yeah, they're like twins. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, well, you know, if if they're not going to be different, then they have to be the same. So obviously, <laughs> but you know, they're either going to be like obviously different or or n like you don't want them to be just a slightly slight. You know, you don't want like a a dark brown and a medium dark brown. You know, <laughs> like if they're going to be the same, make them the same, or if they're going to be different, then make them different. So. Um, so hopefully this should be really nice. I'm excited. Uh, got the, the wood shaped and the, I actually went down, um, when you texted about jumping on, I was like, give me five minutes. I was, so I could run downstairs and check those, uh, the oh, knives right. in the bath. So they still needed more time. And I think it's just because my, um, the rust remover liquid is just older. So it's not as saturated anymore. Um, mm. but they're still down there. So. I figured I'll just let them go for another another hour and a half or so until we're done the podcast, and I'll go down and pull them out. But yeah, it's exciting. I'm I'm really excited to do that. Um, I don't know 100% what I'm gonna do with these. I Nicole has shown interest in having one, um, so one might go to her, and then I'm undecided with what I'm gonna do with the other one. Um, I definitely will be selling more because I sold the other two um, on Instagram and was really, you know, happy to sell them right away pretty much. And uh, and it's like a super fun project and it's such like, I mean, I I absolutely love the design. So and it's and it's relatively easy to do. So it's like the two things, right? It's it's an easy thing that I can kind of do quickly um, that, you know, I can put my. Um, my own aesthetic into the handle shape, you know, and the grinding and make sure it's all really nice. But then, you know, it doesn't, it's not like it's, um, you know, and making an entire knife, which I don't often have the the time to do because I'm, you know, I have all sorts of other things I do. 
Um, so that's a nice thing to be able to do and then sell for kind of a moderate price and like not, not super expensive because it's not a fully custom knife, you know, it's a kind of starting from one thing and get to the end, but the novelty of it is it's a cool, the novelty is cool, but they are beautiful. The shape is just so beautiful and it's really appealing and it's like just such a cool thing. So you get this, like that on that, that like interesting design, um, you know, the, the concept and the, and the composition of this like nice design along with the novelty of it being, you know, made out of an old pair of sheep shears. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a cool uh, thing. And I, I think they're really nice and they, and because they're really, um, they have the, the blades are, um, they're convex or they're like one side is convex and the other side is concave. So it's actually like the whole, the whole blade has a little bit of, a, um, I guess what they kind of call it an S grind. So it's kind of thin, you know, one side and kind of, uh, yeah, like it's a, I don't know what that shape is called. You know, like the whole thing is like, is, uh, is curved mm. from the top to the bottom, um, because they're designed to be shears. So, so they're like, they're curved on the inside. So that way when they come together, it's just the very edge that's touching and you get like a really nice sharp cut. Um, but because of that, it makes really it makes for really good edge geometry. So when I grind them, you know, one side gets a, a taller bevel, and the other side gets a really fine bevel because it's on that curved, the inner curve, the concave side. But it makes a really like thin blade that has a really nice edge geometry. So they're like there are so many aspects about them that are really cool. Um, one of the things that I uh, didn't like about them, and I may have talked this about it before, was just that like. Most of the handles that I've seen other people do on them, I haven't, I didn't like, you know, they just, they just didn't really do it for me. And, um, I've seen a bunch of different ones since I started looking at them. And so, so I kind of had this idea of what I might do different. And I think, I think my design's the best (laughs) so far, you know, I was like, I think I kind of took all the things that I didn't like about other designs and things that I like about, um, other knife handle designs and kind of combine those things to make something that I thought would work really well. And, um, mm. after that first pair, I was really happy with the way they, they handled and it was kind of a smaller handle, which is kind of nice for a smaller petty knife. And, um, yeah, I'm really happy with it. So excited to, to finish this new video up. Yeah. I think it looks really good with a really dark handle and I know you mm. don't want to stain or, or Mm-mm. do anything towards it. But no. maybe in the future, some darker woods, which you tried to do, but yeah. like you said, I don't know. It's it's the um, it's just a nice look. You know, the yeah, dark, the dark mm-hmm. one, kind of a dark uh, steel anyway. But yeah, right. Yeah, you get the dark. Yeah, the dark wood against that kind of like dark patina steel. Yeah, that's like very, shiny dark. You know, it's, it is it's nice. Very yeah. Slick. Yeah, and it's it's that. It's that weathered wood look, not weathered as in beat up, but darker, aged. Yeah, right. Aged, dark. Where it just gets the the. I mean, all wood eventually gets oil and everything on it. It gets dark and dark right. and dark. But yeah, um, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, you know, out of the the first two that I made, one was the um, the uh, Osage orange, and the other one was the desert ironwood, which is a really dark wood and yeah i definitely think the darker was nice um i I tend to like darker handles anyway but um but i think the from from what the outer edges of the you know seasoned wood that was in my wood rack like it's a pretty dark like almost like a you know chocolate brown with like some reddishes you know reddish to it so it was like a really nice darkness to it so 
um, I'll see how that goes. I think once I, you know, once I oil it and, you know, let it like it, once it's all like, um, obviously as you're, um, sanding it, you get that, like the sawdust on the surface. So everything looks lighter, but I think once it's all cleaned up and polished and sanded all up and then oiled and buffed shiny, I think it'll have a nice, um, a nice middle like darkness to it. So we'll see, but yeah. that's what those two are going to be. And then, uh, and then I have another set. I've uh, now that like, now that I've been interested in them, that's another thing I've been looking for when I go to you know flea markets and and uh, <laughs> antique stores and stuff. I'm like, I keep my eye out for more pairs of uh, sheep shears because they just make really cool knives. I'm excited to make more. I'll be looking now, and I'm sure maybe <clears throat> I'm not sure, but people, <laughs> if you start becoming the sheep shear knife guy, hopefully people right. just send them to you like they do other people. Who are focused yeah, right. into one thing, you know? Yeah, they're like, oh, I know you've been looking for these. Like, yeah, here. I have an old pair in the barn. Yeah, you can have those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. and, and it's kind of cool because you get this, you know, obviously they're all uh, old. You know, they're like at least 50, 60, 70 years old. So they oh, already yeah. have like a really yeah. great patina. And then they have, you know, some have like rust pitting and stuff. And all those just make interesting um, you know, aesthetically interesting surfaces to to the knife. So I'm excited. Yeah, now there's a little yeah. bit of not wanting to change the tool because it is such mm-hmm. a cool old tool right. and, and it's yeah. romantic and farmers using that to get the wool and, and, and so so long ago. But what's better is it hanging it up on the wall or just sitting in an antique mall or 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 thrift store or you cut it up and use it as something else right repurpose it and give right. it a new life because no where, one almost yeah. no one i mean will ever use it like that again yeah and especially because like there are plenty of people that still do hand shearing with scissors but it needs to be super sharp and they need to be, you know, like the, the geometry of how the edges come together need to be really, really good because you're working with a live animal that you're like holding on the ground and you're trying to do this like really quickly and not cut them all up. So, you know, like even people that are still doing that by hand, which I'm sure there are tons of people in the world that are, they're probably using a newer pair, you know, than the historic ones that I'm finding, which are probably from like, who knows, you know, the 60s or 50s or 40s, right? Yeah. Because they still make, you can buy a brand new set um, of, you know, hand scissor sheep shears um, you know, anywhere. Like, they still make them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's not like, I'm sure people, I'm sure there are people that are still using those old ones, but even, you know, you could still be using one from the 70s or the 80s, you know, and, and it'd still be 50 years old. So, like. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So I yeah, don't feel bad. And also, you know, when I can go out and buy something for like seven or eight bucks, you know, that it's obviously it's not um, something that is scarce. Right. <laughs> like really high <laughs> right. demand. You know, like if if I were to pay like two hundred dollars for a pair of sheep shears, I'm not going to maybe I'd make them in a knife. Who know? But you know what I mean? Like that just it, it represents the scarcity of it. And so the fact right. that I can usually find them for less than 10 bucks or maybe less than 20, who knows? It's like, that's because they're all over the place. You know, people, vendors at flea markets don't just make up random prices. They look at the market and they figure out what the price is. And then they put those on there and try to get mm. stuff, you know, mm. sometimes you can find a good, you know, somebody who just doesn't know and they put a price on something, but 
usually, you know, if that's what they do, they kind of know, at least generally. So it's like, you know, doing the half hatchet modifications. I don't feel bad about that because half hatchets are, you know, a dime a dozen around here on the East Coast. We can find them all over the place. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, if you guys don't know, you can hear Dustin's answer to that, to a troll <laughs> question on our YouTube um best questions or five questions videos we've been doing and i just got done editing one and it will be up to you know what while this goes out so you know if you listen yeah. to it early this will be the uh five questions one will be coming out in the afternoon yeah. sometime does that one have a question about the half hatchet heads is that or is that like uh it, is that what you're... it does as far i think the question is about tempering Ah, okay. Not, not right, getting right. it too hot, you know. And you're yeah, about how that's right. Getting careful, being careful. Um, right. This one's troll question is about having uh, <laughs> Maeve in the video. Corinne. Jeez. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> one of our daughters. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Corinne in the video. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know. Did you that's like great. the thumbnail? I, I went with. I did. Uh, yeah. No, I thought that was great, and I liked the. I liked the. Um, the yeah the title you know the thumbnail title i think that was fun it's you know they're they're like just clickbaity enough to be like clickbaity and funny you know (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of what we're trying to do with it you know because like you have like we do answer our troll questions so we use the troll question to do the thumbnail and so it is a little clickbaity but you know if it's if it's a five questions blah, blah blah people understand what it is or hopefully you know if the more we do them people understand what they are you know so look right, at the concept. Right. And and we're not yeah, you are answering that exact question. Right, exactly. Click yeah. clickbait is kinda when you say something that doesn't really come true. Right. Or it's like you won't believe what happened or I I'm I'm so upset, blah blah blah. And then it turns out that's not what it is. Right. Yeah. No, we're we it the the title is what someone said and then the yep. the thumbnail is kind of the idea of what that person said. And then right. you're answering it right away. Right. There's no yeah. like at the end of the video or somewhere in, in the middle. It's like you answer what the what the what they're coming to see right away. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, and exactly. Then, so they're then, like, huh? What's that clickbait? They click the, click the video, and then I'm talking. And then about I mean, that in the first yeah. five seconds, it is blah 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 says, or it's it's troll trolly yeah, right. trollerson says <laughs> troll from troll. Town. We we don't say their name. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it goes on, and then you answer right away. So I mean. And yeah. then if you want to stay for the five other questions, which aren't trolly, and then a, a uh, show, show and tell. tell. Yeah. It's up to you. <clears throat> yeah, those are fun. I, I actually really enjoyed doing that video. It's nice because, um, you know, uh, we always do multiple takes. So the fact that we're that, that's a much more like almost feels like a live stream, right? It feels like you're just mm-hmm. chatting to people. I was like, let's go through the questions and we'll, you know, and just answer them the way we answer them, you know. And it's like, and there, I think there may have been a time or two where I kind of like restated an answer like a different way, thinking that like depending on how you wanted to edit it, you could pull one from the other if I was kind of like messing up over my words. But it's it's not usually that big of a deal when like when I'm in the mindset of like talking to people and answering questions, I don't normally mess up my words, you know, cause it's like, cause I'm, I'm thinking as I'm going, it's when I'm trying to say the same thing over again, multiple times, then I'll like, I'll mess up along the way <laughs> right. because I'm trying to remember the order that I said something yeah, you're and not just talking, you know, right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So, 
No, and and then it comes out. It's not. Um, I don't chop a lot out. There's some stuff. Mm-hmm. If you yeah, if you repeat what you said, yeah. Or or there's a lot of um uh. Mm, well, I won't just right. Yeah, just I won't cut out engine. one because that's right. just the flow of conversation. But if you're like thinking for a while, I might trim that out and get right, right. to it. Yeah, yeah. I noticed there were just like a, a few cuts and stuff, and I was like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it all felt it all felt like really succinct, and you know, it was good. So right. didn't 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 feel glitchy or anything, or not glitchy, you know, like choppy. Yeah, yeah. It's kind yeah. of the that style anyway. So. Yeah, I did. Uh, as we were sitting there eating eating dinner before we jumped onto the podcast, I I showed Corinna and Nicole the picture that you sent, and then I was telling them about it. So we watched the just the troll question intro <laughs> while we were sitting there. Yeah, it's so nice. It's like it's such a I don't know. I I like the feel of these videos. They feel really casual. Really like like you're just sitting down chatting with somebody about some stuff. You know. And that's a really nice feeling. And I know that we've talked about like Adam Savage with his like question videos and things where he'll like, he does his live streams and answers a bunch of questions and then they'll chop that up and put them back out. Um, but that's like, it feels like that, you know, it feels like that just hanging out, chatting with people and answering direct questions, which is what we do during the live streams. So the videos yeah. feel, feel very uh, casual that way. But I like, I like not taking them from a live stream, and I like yeah no, having having bookends of interesting things. Yeah, right. The interesting yeah. thing of the troll question in the beginning, and then the interesting thing with show and tell. Right. I yeah. think those are two really good bookends, and then and then you have just five general interesting questions that we think people right. might want to know or might want to hear about. I think it's 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 I think it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree too. So. And you know. People are watching them, so that's cool. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're there for. And that's what we kind of talked about. You know, originally we were thinking that we would do one a week, you know, just try to do them consistently one a week. But and we were thinking, well, you know, the idea would be to get a, a video up a week. So on those weeks where we actually have a new full video ready to go, then that week will be used for that video. And then the following week we'll just do, you know, if we don't have anything ready to go out that next week, then we can do another questions video. Right. So we get content out, out there, you know often and that's the the main key is just to make sure we just have more content for people yeah more consistency that's that is right. the key as the key that's always <laughs> we're trying yeah um and i am uh on my last week of my current online course for this semester so super happy for that and then another i have two more discussion assignments to do and that'll be done which is it's just another thing you know like when when you and I are trying to schedule stuff, it's like you know, it's it's always something. There's always like something else, right? Because we obviously have full lives. <laughs> you know, we're like we don't do this full time or professionally. So everything that we do for the channel and the podcast and all is just done in our extra, you know, our quote unquote free time. So right. so right. that gets in the way. I have um, that. I have one more or two more technically assignments for that that I'll do before Saturday, and then I'll be done. And then I'll have until, you know, the middle of maybe January, February, March, something like that before the next class starts. We'll have a couple months to have some more free time and also before summer gets back up and sailing gets back up and baseball and <laughs> everything else. So <laughs> yeah, gonna, it's just nice. Yeah, We're going to get to work. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's a uh, crappy Christmas light season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get those oh. blue lights everywhere. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 
trash. Trash. Everybody's <laughs> 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 trash. <laughs> trash. Yeah, my wife and I have a, a driving over to the in-laws' house and stuff. And I mean, everywhere we kind of go now is is like forty-five minutes. Or yeah, forty-five right. minutes from pretty much everything, so it's we're always back roads, and you're like, it's fun to look at the houses, but also to make fun of them, like, <laughs> like the yeah, projector right. houses, uh-huh. like uh, <laughs> trash, like my lazy trash, and then the super bright LED lights that <laughs> right. are just horrific, <laughs> horrific. Like, how does anyone want? How, how do you look at it and go, like, oh, that's great? I was talking to our friends Kate and Sean about like just Christmas lights and stuff and they're like how do people do like you know there's like the the super professional looking Christmas lights where you don't see any like no dangling random strap of light that's got to be plugged in somewhere like (laughs) how do they do that Kate's like what are they doing like how are they plugged in when they just like perfectly go around the top edge of your roof and just disappear like what's happening go around like a door and like all is perfect and, and actually our neighbors have a set like that and they have these two little signs right out in the front yard that's like we'll hang your christmas tree lights you know so whichever company that did it for them like they put their signs out and they're like we'll do it for you i'm like man that's there's that's a lucrative business right which, there. which neighbors across the street the new house yeah yeah, yeah the new house yep there's I mean, little they, signs they, right they, their house is blinged up it is blinged up like it is full (laughs) but see it's got the string string of lights everywhere when you look almost too nice then you just look like a like a restaurant right exactly yes and and then you're not doing it yourself so who cares Mm -hmm. and their trees are all lit up red it looks a little creepy it does look like (laughs) do red and green at least not just yeah right exactly welcome Yeah, all, yeah, they're all like they're all red, red and lights. yeah, like dead tree. I mean, they're not dead, obviously, but it's Christmas, so they're just like, <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm happy with my lights. You know, they're they're the Christmas lights that mm. I put up two years ago, and they're still up, <laughs> and yeah. I use them all the time because they're the lights that light up our house when I need to go around to the shop or you know hang out in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, she did like nice lights. We had like a warm LED that goes underneath our the eaves of our house all the way on three sides. So it's like the three sides that you can see from the road. And yeah. then just uh yeah. It's like nice and simple. You know, simple. It's like we have some uh some some like garland stuff to go around the front porch and we might put a couple, you know, strings of lights there that go up around that and kind of do the railings and stuff, but uh you know. Yes. The word you want to find, folks, is incandescent. (laughs) That's what you want to find. Incandescent. Little mini fires. (laughs) The little ones that'll burn your house down. (laughs) That's right, baby. (laughs) And and then people, what, they say like they're going to save money with LEDs? Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh, you can save $5 this month (laughs) if you make your yard look like a, a... a mall cell phone like store yeah, with right, exactly. bright <laughs> nasty LED lights and, oh it's oh it's brutal <laughs> a cell phone so, yeah it does look like that you know you like drive by a Verizon store and yeah, it looks like that it's yeah. all lit up with weird colors and stuff <laughs> do and you have white white lights or do you have colored lights on your house white and I I don't mind colored <clears throat> traditional yeah, I don't mind color and yeah. even I mean and LED see the, the thing is. LED lights are getting better. They figured mm-hmm. out how to warm them up a little bit, and yeah, like that's what we have. So, yeah, so some some are pretty good, and but people still have these weird blues and purples, and 
really sharp, bright whites where the colors are all off. Like Right, yeah. It's really harsh. I don't know how people <laughs> don't notice. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you want it's that, a, like, you it's want a that glow. Warmth. It's a warm, it's fire. That's what we like as humans. Yeah. That's what we've huddled around for, you know, mm-hmm. who knows how many years. It's fire. It's always been fire. <sighs> yeah. Not... I don't know, computer screen glow. Like at the <laughs> <laughs> right. Ooh, doing? yeah. <laughs> that computer screen warm. That's real. Nice. And and <laughs> I appreciate people doing it anyway, like right. getting out there and, and putting their decorations up. So I don't want to poo-poo on that, but it looks rough. <laughs> but even still, but still, it looks like trash. It's trash. <laughs> you trash. You trash. <laughs> Uh, we got our Christmas tree last weekend, which is nice. And uh, it's funny, um, <clears throat> we we actually were looking to go to Doyle's Tree Farm, which is the one that we've gone to the last couple of years. Uh, and Doyle's. when we were looking for it, we're like looking, and Nicole knew where it was on the map, and she was like checking on Google Maps, and she was like, I don't see anything there. And then she was like, wait, <laughs> last year, didn't we see like a sign that the house was for sale? And yeah, and sure enough, they're not there anymore. They're, they're there. They're just not like a tree farm anymore. Yeah. And you asked what they me. do. Yeah, you're right. I was like, what's the name of that place? Because I knew you guys had gone there before or whatever. Or like, yeah. Man, you were like, and it's Doyle's and it's gone. It's gone. Well, I called up the, the voicemail and it was like, hey, this is whatever. John Doyle, after 52 years and blah, 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 sadly we are retiring. There are no more trees. Dang. If you want to go and my brother has a farm up in Red Line. Blah, blah, blah. You can go check him out. Thank you. Goodbye. Like it was the saddest. That's crazy. <laughs> saddest thing. Oh. <laughs> so we actually went to the the tree farm. Is that where you went? Mm-mm. No. No, we didn't end up going up that far. But um, but no, I'm glad. You, that's funny. I didn't know that's what, that was the connection. That's why mm-hmm. you guys went up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now we went to um, uh, I forget what it was called. Somewhere it was like up. Um, near Nicole's work, I guess, you know, like kind of yeah. uh, closer to you, like, well, yeah. um, was it Troyer road just South of, uh, 23 <clears throat> or kind of goes down and then there's like a sharp turn in the road. If you're coming down here, you know, it's like that sharp turn with that house on the corner with all the um, trees and stuff around it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like if you go straight there. So like if, yeah, if you're coming to my house from your house and you're going along 23, you go past Nicole's work and you make the right on a Troyer. Uh-huh. And then it's like straight for a while, and then it makes that sharp left turn, you know, with a little house in the corner, or like the house in the corner with all the trees on it on the road. If you go straight there, it's like a quarter mile down the road. There, there's a tree farm, mm-hmm. and it was nice. It was I think it was eighty bucks for Ooh. trees, which are just yeah, they're crazy, getting expensive. They are, but but no, it was nice. They had a de- they had an okay selection. It wasn't great, but it was fine. It wasn't super busy. It was very muddy though, and they have like they don't have a driveway going. It's just like they driving up like through the dirt and up to the hill and uh we brought the our my pickup truck which does not have four-wheel drive it's just says rear wheel drive and uh coming through the entryway i was like real muddy there and i like just barely made it through and kind of drove up the hill and i was like huh? hopefully i don't have to go back out that way because i won't be able to <laughs> we'll not be getting back out that way where we found another way out if you like drive down to the end of the field and there's a driveway down there so i did that on the way out i was like i don't know here we go but yeah it's nice. all part of the fun. Yeah, I yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was at I was at work, and we have some younger 
student workers and younger workers in general. And there's this uh, young black girls working with, and I was explaining how much I was complaining about how much trees are now. <laughs> and she's like, you did what? I was like, well, yeah, we went out to a, a farm and, and got our trees. She's like, oh, you get real trees. I was like, yeah, you know. And she said, I don't think I've ever had a real tree. So we were talking with everyone in the room, in the control room, about who, who has real trees and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. But then I'm, I'm sitting here having to explain myself about <laughs> the amount of money I spent. And she's like, <laughs> wait, you had to cut it down yourself? Like, they didn't have it there? I was like, well, no, you know, that's kind of a part of it. Like, you go out and do it. She's like, you got to, like, take a tractor out to cut your own tree down. <laughs> and it was, whatever, $80. $80. And how far did you drive? I was like, I don't know, like 30, 40, 40 minutes. You drove 40 minutes to get on a tractor to pay $80, cut your own tree down. I was like, well, if you say it like that, it doesn't seem right. I get it. Yeah, right. I was like, it's like a part of the experience, and then they do it. She's like, I guess. Like, Yeah, I guess you're right. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> well, that's, I mean... I I don't know if it used to be different, but I just feel like when I first when I was first started getting my own trees, you know, like shortly after college when Nicole and I got married, they were like forty bucks or forty five bucks. You know, you go out and cut a tree down, or yeah. it was like, or it was by the height. You know, if you right. wanted a really tall tree, it would be like it would start at forty, and then it would be like ten dollars a foot. You know, so if you got like a seven foot tree, it'd be like fifty bucks, and the eight foot tree would be sixty bucks. You know, so it was like it was reasonable. And, and it's, again, it's the, yeah, it's the experience of going out and cutting down a tree and putting that fresh tree into your house. Like that's, that's a great experience. It's really, right. You know, it's something that's part of the season, but, uh, but yeah, then now it's like, so for a few years we were getting trees from the, the local fire department when they would like, they would uh, partner with the boy scouts and they would do, you know, tree sales. And so they were like uh, 65 bucks and then they were like 75 bucks and then last year they were like 90 dollars. and i was like what the heck so we like went and found doyle's which i think doyle's was like 70 or something or maybe even no, 65 doyle's or... was 50 bucks was it 50 bucks 50 yeah. bucks yeah so it was like can't beat that and then and now it's like uh, everything is expensive what was what was the one up near you was it 75 you said it was 75 which is actually 75. yeah like you said relatively deal because it's kind of cool. Yeah. You go on like a tractor, and they drive you out to it, and then you cut it. They have sleds and saws there, so you, don't, yeah. you really don't have to bring anything. And they'll throw yeah. on the back of the tractor. They'll take it. Someone pulls it off. You know, wraps it up for you. Does a shakes it. You know, they're like, yep. yeah, they have their stuff down. Yeah, but, right. But that's another thing. That's why it's so expensive. They've got like. Literally, probably thirty employees doing all these different right, things. Exactly. And Doyle's yeah. had two or three guys. Yeah, <laughs> and, a, and a tree farm. Yeah, well, the place I went, which was eighty bucks, had three guys. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Damn. and and you're right. Yeah, and then just like the the you know the one time use plastic netting stuff, which we mm-hmm. didn't use because we had the pickup truck. I was like, no, thank you. Please do not put that on my tree. <laughs> I'll just toss it right in the back of my truck. It was perfect. I don't even need you to help. I'm not That's tipping true. anybody. Kate was like, I, I, Let's, "Should we give them a tip?" I was like, "They didn't do anything. We we're not giving them a tip. We're not. <laughs> we're just giving them money for a tree. That's all they." And the one, the the two like younger guys, they did grab one of their trees and like take it over and throw it in the truck. But I was like, "No, <laughs> like we're not tipping them because <laughs> they didn't do anything for us." 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah we, we we got it done. I put my lights up and just just did the tree out front and got the tree in the house and found our Santa and, and which the, which tree did you light up out front? The little dead like, center, the, the, the maple. Small, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's that small little tree. Yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty good. How'd that, yeah. Yeah, I was. Um, it's funny. I didn't think about it. Like, for the last multiple years, we've had our our tree in the corner of our room. So, like, you know, in the corner. So, we would always. I always just put this. I. I when I string the lights, I don't wrap them all the way around. I just kind of go all the way around to one side toward the wall, and then I come back, and then I go back to the other side, and I kind of just back and forth across the front of the tree. And so I did that same thing this year, kind of <laughs> just going a little bit further back. Because, like, why am I going to walk around the tree and pass the lights over? I'm just going to go back and forth. I never really think about it until you came over on Tuesday. And you're like, you don't have any lights or any ornaments on the back of your tree. I was like, yeah, it's the back of the tree. You're like, from the window, it looks like trash. Like, it's like, you know, there's no lights back there. I was like, Dad, oh, I pulled the trash damn, on the trash. Right. It's trash. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Then we walked out. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> it does look it's just like outlined in lights <laughs> it's dark although we have a our tree topper is a wooden star which is not lit so it's like you know i would think from the outside you see the lights because it's not that i think that takes away from it too it's like it's also not lit and the tree topper is not lit from the outside so it's like yeah it's, uh, yeah. it looks weird <laughs> but you know yeah no one else is gonna see that you <laughs> know like we don't we're not right on a road or anything so people aren't seeing in that window yeah, I, well, I mean, it's nice to wrap it around it. Yeah. I feel like you get lights. From, yeah, I just sent Dustin three pictures. Aww. What's the little baby tree? That's her. That's Maeve's tree. Oh, look at yeah. that. She got her, it's <laughs> her same height, too. And the funny thing is it's got, like, it's funny or sweet. It's, Why does Maeve have her own tree? Because she gets her own tree. <laughs> oh, okay. Because apparently when my wife was a kid, they had their own tree, and oh, they put okay. Disney characters on it. So... <laughs> we actually, Caitlin, we got, we still have the Disney character she had. It was funny. Oh yeah, and, I see. And, and, and some of them, yeah. some of them were like from McDonald's, so it's like Happy Meal, nineteen ninety one. Like <laughs> it's these little. So she's got a Bluey on there and whatever. Oh, I and, see the and, Bluey. Yeah, and Disney oh, princesses. And Tinkerbell. Oh, so yeah, I see she, a little, she a little Bell with Beauty and the Beast and Cinderella. Yeah, and then Aww. and then there's there's our tree. Little star on top. Lights, Look at your lights, Maeve, lights, Maeve. lights wrapped around. Dang, that's a serious star on the top of your tree. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, who's missing that one? That one's lit. It's like the whole thing is lit. Right. <laughs> it's like a balloon, like a star balloon. <laughs> we actually, our topper is. Um, we got it. It's been a long time. We've had it before Kern was born, so it's probably fifteen or sixteen years old now ancient um <laughs> but we got it from a uh, maybe farmer's market or something you know around christmas time and and it's um it's a six-pointed star and it's all made out of like pine and each point would originally have been like just a long tapered point but then they uh but you cut into it like you cut a, a curl of wood so you kind of cut down along one side and it curl the wood curls out and mm-hmm. if you do that all the way along you get all this like you know this outer rim that's all curls so all the wood is all these like curls of wood which makes it super fragile but somehow we have like <laughs> knock on wood we have like managed to not break off curls or maybe we've done like one or so but but it's and originally there was a light that went inside of it but 
Um, it may have been, <laughs> now that I think about it, it may have been like a Pennsylvania Dutch, um, you know, market or whatever. Because the light, the the actual like base of the light thing is like a weird European plug-in thing. So we couldn't, we never been able to find it or buy a new one. And then the light stopped working. And so I was like, whatever. So we just don't light it. So it's like, it's fine. It's not a big deal. You know, like the whole tree's lit up and then the topper, usually we'll have some lights that go up to the, close to the top of it, but the topper is not lit. So <laughs> just a traditional wooden, a wooden star, a weird European <laughs> plug thing and light in it. I was like, what the heck? This is like a Pennsylvania Deutsch. <laughs> uh, your half lit Pennsylvania Dutch tree. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like trash from the outside. Trash from the bay window. It is like the traditional like tree in the right. bay window. I'm like, oh, really he's got nice this stuff. great window to, window to center up his tree. Like, I wish I had that. And it's like, oh, he's why is it all? It's not lit at all in the back. <laughs> you're like, you didn't put any lights on the back of your tree. I was like, there's no what? lights, like, no oh, ornaments, yeah, no right. nothing. Like, <laughs> it's all plain. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, that is what it is. What are you gonna do? Looks beautiful from the inside. Especially when you have no, oh, I was gonna say when you have no power. Obviously, we had no power and the lights were off, but it is nice. So I like like each morning I'll wake up and you know at this point now it's you know dark in the morning when I get up and I get Corinne up and we're getting ready for school and stuff and I'll walk mm-hmm. out and I'll just turn the tree lights on. You know, so it's kind of dark in the room. Let the dogs out. I'm like, oh, it's Christmas time. <laughs> Aww. That's great, and it's funny. I posted a picture uh, on Instagram of of us just get, getting the tree ready last weekend, and and uh, you know, like it automatically posts to Facebook. So, Dad goes like, he's like, "Wasn't Nicole doing all the work?" He <laughs> commented on my post. I was like, <laughs> "She's just trimming up the tree. <laughs> like she's just doing the like, you know, the like let me make it look even thing." But it was funny. I was like, "Don't you worry." I put it in the band, in the stand. I cut it down. I trimmed it up. I put the tree topper on. Put the lights on. You know, <laughs> that's what that's what the the men do. <laughs> I want to look. Yeah, I I look forward to the days where I just I sit there and they put the ornaments on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what that's what I did. I didn't actually put any ornaments on. Glenn oh, Nicole did them all. It was great. The women folk. <laughs> no, I did put a few on. I did. I had to put them all on, <laughs> and I trimmed, and I cut, and I. Dang, really? Yeah. Dang, Caitlin and May didn't help you at all. Maybe it was there. They were doing her tree, weren't they? See, there you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Maeve's not much. Actually, we did it while she was napping. <laughs> nice, no, she came out. We had to get that bad boy up. Yeah. Well, that's like mom and dad, or mom said that when she was a little girl, oh. like they wouldn't have anything, like no lights, no ornaments or anything. Right? Didn't she say they did that all like the night of Christmas Eve? Yeah, but like the no, idea was, was like, the idea was Santa. Like, Santa did decorated. it all. Yeah, what? that's insane. Yeah, they would all go to bed. All the girls would go to bed, and Grandma I mean Granddaddy would decorate the tree and do all the lights and do all the presents. Like, oh my god, that's a whole a whole thing right there. I don't know about all that. No thanks. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, yeah, I yeah, that's that's a bit much. Santa doesn't decorate the trees anymore. It's just uh, no. That's that's what Mom and Dad do. Santa brings the presents. Yeah, Santa brings the cheap presents, and <laughs> yeah. Speaking of presents, we're doing uh, doing our secret Santa again this year, which is fun. Yeah, um, I already got my gift. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, you already got your gift for your person? Yes. Or you I already got your I gift? I was like, I dang! Didn't. Somebody gave you the gift already. Like, Here you go. <laughs> we're not waiting till Christmas. You need this now. Extra deodorants. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I have. I, I'm working on my gift, uh, as you can imagine. That's how oh, it here we go. <laughs> Dustin making something for you. <laughs> of course. So, yeah. What's, what better thing to give than something you made? <laughs> You're like, something you bought. It's cool, too. <laughs> yeah, something I bought is super cool. <laughs> super cool. I'm They're sure going to love is. it. I bet. I hope so. <laughs> They're going to love it. They better. I love it, so. <laughs> Dang. You're like, if you don't want it, I'll take it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forget it. Here's 20 bucks cash. Scram. It better not be a new lavalier mic for our channel. <laughs> You're like, here you go. I know. I love it. I know Dustin, love new it. Day, DJI. <laughs> Mavic Mini. And I'm, I'm going to need that half for it, though, real quick. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need that half. You pay me next time we get paid from AdSense. You can send me some. Yeah. You know, just just keep 10 extra dollars on your side, and then we'll just call it even. <laughs> That'll be your Christmas present. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, uh, Nicole went shopping last night. Um, I t- took her into piano lessons. I took her to Taekwondo and then I headed home and I was working on my, my class, r- classwork assignment. And, uh, Nicole was, she did a little bit of Christmas shopping and, um, picked up Corinne after Taekwondo at eight and came back and she had, um, I don't know what else she bought. She, but some, one, there were a few things she bought. She came in holding two, um, like tin cookie tins. Um, so she's like, I got some cookie tins, you know, I was like, you only bought two. She's like, yeah, that's, that's it. Right. Well, it's like for, I, I don't know what she thought. Like maybe she thought it was just for, um, the people we were, had our secret Santa for. I think that's what she was thinking. It was like just our secret Santas and not for the cookie exchange. So one of the things that we, mm. that we do, the brothers and our families that we've done for the last couple of years is to do a cookie exchange. So like that's part of the Christmas gift is you just make a bunch of Christmas cookies and then you divide it up into the, the three brothers, or the, you know, we, the four of us. And then you know what it, you so. should do is stop, stop here real quick. Yeah. We almost should just, we all bring in cookies and then we all just take cookies from everyone else. So instead that's, of having, that's what we do. No, yeah, but we're, we still have to buy, like, containers for everybody. Yeah. So then you have a stack of containers. Just everyone bring their cookies, and everyone takes ten cookies from everybody, or whatever it is. Yeah. Then yeah. then we don't have, each have to spend an extra... And it's not necessarily about the money, but it's like... Yeah, right. You're always, like... You have, like, a, an extra tin and a plastic thing and a bag from someone and this and that. <laughs> a bag from Derek. Derek is somehow in a trash bag, like... <laughs> Why don't you just use a plastic bag? <laughs> He's like, eh. Trash uh, In a shopping bag. It's like a He's bag. like, I made potatoes and chocolate chip cookies. What do you want? That's it. This is what you get. Take it or leave it. pot of potatoes and some chocolate chips. He just has them in a stack tied with string. <laughs> Dang. Like a hobo stick attached to it. A red polka dot scarf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody make fun of the guy without the wife. Yeah, right, exactly. That's what, that's what I'd be doing, too, without a wife. I'm like, here you go. What do you want? There, take it. Yeah. I'm just bringing it on the cookie sheet. Like, all right, take what you want. <laughs> and you're like, that's what I want to do. You're like, I've been saying this all along. Fresh off the sheet. <laughs> yeah. No, I like I like giving it. I like it as like a presentation. I do think that's kind of nice because it's part mm. of like the gift, right? As a presentation. Mm. Although, I will say that like this is Nicole bought too, 
we have this whole stack <laughs> yeah, of what do you like do now? <laughs> we actually have a stack of um an, of old cookie tins like the like the dutch cookies you know like the round tin you probably gonna like, give me my 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 cookie tins back <laughs> probably i know hey. we've got plenty of tins from years <laughs> in the past like we got plastic t- plastic things and tins yeah. and yeah uh, recycled eric's you know gallon bags give him that bag the ones <laughs> yeah. with the star the like snowflakes on it yeah you went fancy <laughs> He's like, yeah, I bought the winter ones. Jeez. <laughs> no, I, I like it. I like I like everyone's um, like take on cookies. You know, like different different families do different types of cookies. You know, like the Nicole worst years. Do like some some like you know different ones stuff. Well, you guys always go you know. fancy. <laughs> we like we like to do different stuff. These are we kale, have, we have lemon, taste. sesame seed. <laughs> <laughs> Pumpkin spice cookies. Yeah. Like, dang, all right. <laughs> You're like, here's your sugar cookie. <laughs> <laughs> like, boom, yeah. I make fun of their chocolate chip. But those are always good. Yeah, they are good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nicole, Nicole likes the no-bake cookies. I made this like one up. It's called a snickerdoodle. <laughs> <laughs> I take just some cinnamon on top. <laughs> Snicker. It's a sugar cookie with cinnamon. <laughs> like, I just made this one up. Let's, let's come up with a random weird name, Snickerdoodle. <laughs> it's called a Dicker Snoodle. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's fun. I'm excited. And, and, yeah, I do like the. I like the. Uh, yeah, we have not a huge family, but when you know there's like four brothers and wives and nieces and nephews and stuff, it starts to get starts to get a bit extreme when you got to make or do you know buy gifts for everybody so i like the secret santa it's nice we just mix it up with the with the brothers and sister-in-laws and it was funny last year we, i'm sure we talked about this on the podcast last year but last year we uh we did the the um the secret santa and all the brothers got each other and all the sister-in-laws got each other oh, so yeah. like it was a weird like it was funny like there were no you know male to female gift giving it was all just like the girls all gave gifts to each other. and it was completely random because we just put everyone's name in a hat and we all just pulled them out of the hat when we were at a diner together and it worked out oh, perfectly yeah. <laughs> it was funny but this year is not that way because i have a girl <gasps> there you go hey oh see <laughs> don't say <laughs> <laughs> i have a person a person a secret person yeah but it'll be fun I like doing it. I was thinking about doing a bunch of like artwork and stuff this year to give because I used to do that in the past. I'd make a bunch of different artwork to give out, which I like doing. But um, yeah, who's got time? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, it's nice you'll be home this year. Like we don't have to yeah. have your Dustin's family Christmas it ends up being like March. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you know we're going to get finally over. March third. We're all getting together. Sorry, not all of us have in-laws that live in the city wow. or in the in the in the state. Actually, all of us do, except for <laughs> everyone yeah. else does. You're like, oh, we do. That's uh, right. Yeah, one of those happens when you meet your wife at college. Well, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that is. It is like. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It used to be nice when uh, when Bess and Dave used to live over. My in laws used to live over in Virginia, so it was only two hours. So we could like you know we could do Christmas morning you know with one family and then drive over and do you know 
go over and spend the night and you know spend like so we would always like mix it up anyway you know christmas and thanksgiving which we do now but now with them being like seven and a half hours away from vermont it's a little bit trickier yeah i think this year we're actually going to go up to dan and kayla's and nicole's cousins we're going to do we're going to go up to their house and maybe spend the night um christmas night like after we all get together and stuff that's why i was saying like we're not we're not in a hurry they're they're about two and a half hours north but um you know, they invited us up for Christmas, so it was kind of nice. We might go up there. We'll have to figure out what we're going to do for sure, but we'll be up at Mom and Dad's for, for the morning and the afternoon. We'll just overlap with everybody and and then go from there. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we talked all about all sorts of fun stuff that not related to making things. Actually, I guess we talked about the knife for a while. So. <laughs> all right. You have a recommendation, Dev? Everyday Astronaut. Everyday Astronaut. Yeah, I think um, the first time I watched him was um, like a couple summers, maybe summer of 2020. Um, uh, sorry, I'm writing it down. Um, <clears throat> oh, was it? It was. It was some. It was like one of the first. Oh, maybe it was when they the sent the people up, um, the astronauts up to the space station. There were like four astronauts that were going up, and it was like the first one of the first uh, manned missions. It was like the first uh, Dragon, you know, like whatever Dragon yeah. mission for SpaceX. Yeah. I remember watching that and like just thinking about how kind of historic that was. It was really cool, you know. It was like, and it was, and I remember like. Um, we were, we were outside here at our house. It was the summer because we had all been like here. I had uh, like uh, our friends, Kate and Sean and Brian and Liz were over and all the kids were over and, and there was like, everyone was in bathing suits cause we had gone swimming and it was hot and we had brought the, we brought a laptop outside and we were watching the launch on the laptop. We were all hanging out watching. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, I think that was the first time that I watched every day astronaut and, uh, his channel is just really good. It's, you know, it's much more interactive. Like he's talking about it and like, you know, the NASA, NASA, they have like broadcasters talking about all sorts of different stuff and they do do good things. But, um, I don't know. He's just like a very like interesting person to listen to when he's talking about stuff leading up to it. Um, so, and you can, you can like feel his enthusiasm. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, so my recommendation this week is Malmasi Fire Arts. Uh, so that's Mareko Malmasi. He actually just posted like just an amazing knife um, that he made, and he actually made it back before Maker Camp. We we uh, I guess not really met, but you know saw and kind of spoke with you know briefly with Mareko at uh, Maker Camp. But um, he posted this really beautiful knife that he did, um, and it's got a ridiculous. Uh, mosaic pattern Damascus called um, hex weave so it's like uh, it's these um, I guess like uh, like a woven um, tri uh, fingered shape so if you imagine like a triangle but not a triangle like three arms going out and then they like weave together and then there's this like lighter pattern in between and darker lines it's just crazy it's crazy like what you can do with mosaic pattern damascus and Mareko does it amazingly so um if you don't know his work uh, you can check him out at malmasi fire arts um on instagram and i'll obviously post that in the show notes but 
Jacob's most recent post out is ridiculous, and the handle's really cool. It got some really awesome facets in the handle, which I always love, and uh, just a ridiculous mosaic pattern on the blade. Um, so I saw it today, and I was I uh, I even like stopped and I showed Corinne. I was like, "Look how crazy this is! <laughs> this crazy pattern." She's like, "Whoa, that's nuts!" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so cool. check them out. Cool. All right, everybody. Um, Make sure you don't forget to head over to YouTube and check out uh, our videos. Like and subscribe and comment. You know, we have a, if you're listening to this on Friday, there'll be a video coming out today, uh, December 9th, um, the next uh, questions video. And, uh, and then we'll, we're working on the sheep shear knife video, so that'll be coming out shortly, so you can look for that. That might be maybe next week sometime, the end of next week or the following week. Uh, and also don't forget to go over to Instagram and follow both Devin and I at the Art of Craftsmanship and at the Art of Camera Guy to see some images. I know, Devin, you took a couple pictures uh, on your phone tonight when we were shooting, so we may see those pop up on Instagram soon, and I will continue to post the, the beers of um, <laughs> of Christmas, the 24 beers of Christmas, the the, the calendar, uh, Advent calendar of beers. So I'll, I'm going to post those each day along with some other stuff, so check that out and then also if you want to support us further and if you want some questions answered on the five question videos you can go over to patreon.com forward slash the art of craftsmanship and you can support us there for as little as a dollar um, everyone over there uh, also gets access to the um, discord channel which you will have access I, I keep saying I'm going to put it up and I keep in super busy but I have it and I will put it up um, it will be up. I will guarantee it will be up before next podcast. So um, next time when I say that, it will actually it will actually be there. And if it's not, then uh, everyone who's there on Patreon, I'll give a dollar. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah, right. Uh, send something out. But no, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to get up. Um, now, like, again, my, my class is done, which I've been doing. It's just been taking up all of my free time that we are not shooting. So that's mm -hmm. done this week. And... Um, I'm very happy about that. So I'll have a little bit more free time to do some stuff like this and really put some more effort. Um, I want to do a live stream before the end of the month. So um, we'll do a live stream in December uh, leading up to uh, the holidays. And so hopefully we'll see you guys there. And that's about it. All right. Oh, yeah. Devin, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Everybody else, we will talk to you next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.